Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Warning! Contains strong language and adult themes throughout. Hello, I'm Crystal Rasmussen. And I'm Candy Warhol. And you're listening to... Dragon Ants, the podcast. So welcome to Dragon Ants, the podcast. Um, for those of you who don't know, Candy and I's raison d'être is, first of all, to be the best bottoms in town. And second of all, to give mediocre, sometimes good, sometimes bad life advice. Yeah, we are extremely qualified, unqualified therapists. Mm, mm. Yeah. Yeah, no, I printed out that certificate from certificate.co.uk. And I've recently graduated from the Misha Barton um, School of Therapists sponsored by Iceland. So as you know, besides being two extraordinarily beautiful women, we give extraordinary advice, whether it be good, bad, listen and take it. Take it like we do. Um, so without further ado, let's give you some of that extraordinary advice. I think it is time for Candy and Cristal's Concern of the Week. Concern of the Week. Concern of the Week. Listen up, you're about to learn Candy and Cristal's Concerns. Cristal, I hear that you have something to ask me. I do, yeah. It's a big one, you know, and you're an expert. So listen, I, I just put my name forward for the prestigious Kirstie Alley Tap Dancer of the Year Award this Sunday, and I'm feeling pretty nervous. Um, you know, I lost the ability to dance in the 80s because I'm an acid casualty. And, um, mm, mm. and so I guess what I'm trying to say is that how do, I, how do I fit in and how do I perform well, you know, at a dance competition when I, when I can't dance? Literally can't. Well, that's true. You know, that song, Rhythm as a Dancer, that was not written about you. Um, So I think, I mean, I think you could use that to your advantage, my love. You know, this, you know, acid trip um, history, you know, you could be a very contemporary improv dance, you know. Mm, Sort of like sausage roll around the stage kind of thing. Yeah, I think so. And, you know, if you went with a street gang option and they just had you in a chair and, you know, they were like throwing you from side to side. Kind of like a gangbang situation, but without the penetration. Very that, you know, Mm. and I think that's very you. That speaks, I mean, if I saw you being thrown around in like a gangbang improv dance, I would say, wow, that's Crystal. Mm. And that is also very in keeping with the sort of Kirsty Alley brand, you know, family friendly. Very. Look who's talking now. Yeah. You know, but she had the dogs. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I guess one thing I want to do, because I trust your opinion so much, is I want to show you the tap dance thing, kind of, that I've prepared. I know people can't see us, they can only hear us, but, you know, Candy, from your response, they'll be able to see how good or bad it is. So, you know... I'm going to show, is that okay if I show you? I think go for it, girl. I'd love to see what you have. Okay. So, um, in, in, okay, uh, in three. I'll catch you in. Three, two, one, go. Jesus, she's on the ceiling. Oh my God. Crystal. Oh my God. 
Oh my god, Krista! Come down from there! It hurts. <laughs> Just keep going. Uh, Crystal, those shoes are full of blood, but I think keep going, girl. I've never seen moves like that. Absolutely stunning. I think Christy Alley has herself a new winner. So just before we bring our first guest on, let's have a little break. Thank you so much. <sighs> Okay, I'm so excited about our guest this week. She is a model, influencer, activist, and the winner of Project Runway seasons 2 through 17. Please welcome Megan Barton Hansen. Hello, Queen. How are you? I'm really good. How are you two? I'm good. good. Excited that you're here. You look absolutely stunning. So Megan, what have you been doing today? Tell us about what you've been doing before before this. So I'm supposed to go for a jog, but it's literally like Gale Force 90 outside. So I've just laid in bed all morning. Done my makeup for you mm. two though. So if you appreciate oh, yeah, beautiful. <laughs> Your skin actually looks flawless. You know what Candy and I often do is we often lie on the couch, cover our faces in blusher and take a picture as if we've gone running. Mm. It's like a super simple way to like get people on social media to really believe the hype you know what i mean like uh 10k beautiful (laughs) (laughs) let's do that after this actually let's take a picture and say that we went on a little marathon yeah so megan you're you're here today with a dilemma for us do you want to do you want to tell us what that is yep so basically before i was known on love island i worked as a webcam girl and i was also a dancer um since coming out i've had like loads of flack for doing both of those things and I think any girl in the sex industry gets such a hard time so basically I'm a proud feminist but I get it's like hard to navigate and kind of how to justify to people that I am a feminist that's also working and has worked in the sex industry right well first of all can we talk about I guess let's start with talking about the kind of flack you're getting who's it from what kind of stuff does it say only if you don't mind yeah telling us that So I was quite lucky when I was on the show, I didn't really know what was being said about me because I was in the villa. There's no outside influences, no phone, social media. So I was quite lucky. But then when I come out, it was like a massive deal. I was taken into a room by a guy at ITV and he was like, just to let you know, these stories have run. Um, And it was one that I was escorting. I had a sugar daddy, um, that I was a stripper, Megan's like X-rated pass and all of this. There was like clips on... Um, Pornhub and stuff so it was quite a lot to come out to yeah I wasn't naive like working in the sex industry I think you do become quite tough you know people are not all going to be for it but it was just the amount of abuse I got for doing it Mm. journalists love to like dig and delve into parts like uh, try to shame me almost for it when I'm not ashamed and like trolls obviously they dine out on all of my past I know you've said this before in, in an interview Megan but like it's so funny how it it's as boils down to something as simple as if this was a man, it just would not be happening to him. And I hate that, like such an easy thing to say. And it's, but it, it, it is, it's just, it's as simple as that in a way. Like if this was some dude who was on love Island with you, like no way would he come out and be shamed. You know, he'd be like poster boy for men's health. Probably. Do you know what I mean? hundred percent. If it was a dream boy, they would be right. absolutely applauded. All the like women at home would be loving him. He would be the heartthrob of the year. Is that what they're called? Dream Boys? Did you just just say that? Yeah, there's like Dream Boys. There's another one, isn't there? 
Like the mouse strippers. Okay. Mm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, you know, mm. when you were, when you came out of the show, would you have these conversations with, like, the other contestants, specifically, like, the male contestants and go, are you getting flack? Are you getting this type of, like, negative, um, you know, like, negative digging. press? Digging. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't really bring it up with the boys as such, because then I feel like I'm kind of attacking them. We're like, oh, well, I've dealt with all of this. Have mm. you not? But um, definitely in interviews and, like, journalists, I'll be like, have you asked this to the boys? So also wow. during that time, I was in the villa for eight weeks and I had sex with two guys. Mm. And obviously it's about dating. And that's a natural step for me. If I'm seeing someone for like a couple of weeks, sex is a big part of a relationship. So I'm going to naturally have sex with them. I had sex with two boys in eight weeks and every headline, every journalist was like, how do your parents feel? Are you embarrassed? Are you ashamed? Do you regret that? I'm like, absolutely not. It's a natural part of dating. Yeah, like I eight, eight like- weeks, two guys in eight weeks, you know, we'd have like... Eight guys in two hours, you know. So, <laughs> plus you're not going on Barney and Friends. You're going on Love Island. The whole concept right. is to meet guys. Like, what do they think you're going to be doing there? Like baking? Do you know what I mean? Imagine spending eight weeks with someone, really getting to know them, coming out, having sex for the first time, and it's like over within thirty seconds. I'm like, <laughs> oh my god! I've just waited yeah. eight weeks. I've introduced you to my family for what? <laughs> So then I guess what it is, because your question is, how can you navigate the the sex industry and still be a feminist? So really, I think what that like dynamic between the journalist and you shows or whatever and the world and society and the tabloid show is that it is literally an issue of misogyny, right? The fact that like the world has these stanzas, standards for women where like you're, you're supposed to be sexy, but then if in Love Island, especially you're supposed to be sexy, but then if you have sex, you're an absolute like, you know, Mary Magdalene kind of thing. It's crazy. <laughs> For me, most women that work in the sex industry are feminists. Like, for me, a feminist is owning your body, doing what you want with your body, and empowering other women to do the same. So I think Mm. it's, like, really, it does... I haven't really, like, experienced someone tell me you can't be a feminist because... But I do think that's just, like, a very old-fashioned, like, general opinion that if you do work in the sex industry, you can't be a feminist. Mm -hmm. Where, for me, I feel like it's the polar opposite. It's the most empowering thing I've ever done. Yeah. Like, I be so shy at school so introverted and stripping just made it. it's like an alter ego almost I just mm-hmm. came out and I think right if I can do that I can do anything mm. yeah mm. I have a few friends that are sex workers as well and like they're really proud feminists and I sometimes I've seen them in interviews when they use that word people are like oh my god a sex worker can be a feminist they just they just assume that like that's just those two can't go hand in hand and like you said it perfectly it's owning your body and being proud of it a hundred percent. It's like you wouldn't say shame a feminist for like not shaving her armpits or doing whatever, but just because I choose to be like shave every inch of my body and display it, like what's mm-hmm. the difference? Yeah. <laughs> Is this enough? Yeah, literally, it, like it it cannibalizes itself. Like if you're if you're telling if you're telling women that they can do whatever they want except one thing, then that literally undermines the whole point of feminism, right? Like yeah. it's about got to be about free choice and. <clears throat> Sorry, coughing right into the microphone. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's, I mean, I personally, I think it's super, super rad for a start. Like that, you know, you're on such a public platform and you're talking about this because like it, it's it's so widely shamed and it's so widely misunderstood. And I think it takes like, you know, just a few people in the media to set the record straight that like this is, it's about choice and feminism is also about choice, right? Yeah. 
100%. To me, I think even though I did have a hard time, and for me, I've owned what I've done. I really considered it before doing it. I knew the risk and the reward of working in that industry, and I'm quite thick-skinned. It was more my family. I think they were the main victims of the journalists because I'm really comfortable doing it. Like, I've recently restarted it, like, a month ago. I got OnlyFans back. But I thought, why the hell not? I enjoy it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, girl, that makes some good money. Yeah, exactly. So, like, you know. um, And was that strange, being in the house for for eight weeks with no social media and no phone? It was heaven, honestly, because so much of my life is based around social media, even before the end. I was like glam modeling and I had to promote my OnlyFans. So I was constantly on there, constantly uploading. So it was nice just to have a break and be me. No makeup, just chill. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I'd say so. And like, I- How funny that you're on like the most watched show, but removing your phone like allows you to chill. It's so, so strange. Like social media is so strange. <laughs> so strange. So- yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I think also like a, a, a question that is worth asking is like, you know, doing the OnlyFans stuff and doing the dancing, you know, what are the real positive things that you've gained from that? You know, like what what kind of stuff does that bring you? Can you tell us a bit about that? So firstly, like confidence, I would say, like I briefly mentioned, I was so shy at school. I used to bunk off drama class. I wouldn't speak. Like if I had to read out a passage from a book in English, I would be gone. I would be out that door. Same. I used to get the shakes. (laughs) Um, So I was always really shy. And then I started working in a law firm, still like incredibly shy. And the motivation to get into dancing was money. But what I came out with was so much more. Like, my confidence completely changed. I thought I could take on the world after stripping. And it's just a sisterhood. Like, it's portrayed as, like, oh, the girl's going to be so catty and competitive. But you're in an environment where you're all on the same team. There's different shapes and sizes. So, for me, it was, like, the best years of my life, I would say. Yeah. It's almost like a drag family candy. Like, yeah, do you know what I mean? Completely. As in, like, you're all these people undergoing this similar experience. And it's like so amazing to meet other people who like understand what you're going through or like are doing something similar and and getting similar kinds of hate, you know, like I'm, does that make sense? It's kind of like, yeah, drag families saved my life. Like I'm sure in the way it's probably 
dancing and your sisters from there did too right? yeah I was gonna ask you guys that like it must be similar because for me like I said it was like kind of an alter ego and I'll get dressed up and I'd feel sassy with the girls in the changing room and I'll come out so like empowered it must be this you guys mm. like when you get ready and stuff all together completely even mm. when you were talking there about your drama class and like speaking and like I used to write fake notes from my parents <laughs> so I could get out of PE and like act drama classes because I was so terrified of like just being the center of attention or like reading in class I remember my voice and my hands used to shake and then we were forced to do um, in art school uh, forced to do um, performance art and that's where I started my drag and I remember dressing up and doing my hair and makeup and coming out on stage being like oh my god like this is so mm. fabulous and I can literally like just my confidence has like completely changed in the last 10 years and it's affected like my confidence as out of drag as well which must be the same for you totally can I ask um do you get I'm sure I mean I don't assume but I'm sure you do get a lot of also like really beautiful messages from people saying that you really help them with what you talk about is that is that the truth yeah a hundred percent that was my drive for most of it like since I've come out the villa I've always said because I was dancing and stuff I've experienced having like money before so that wasn't the drive to go on Love Island it was really a big step for me to take because I know there was so much that they could dig up from the past and kind of put me down for so what really drives me is like when I get people's messages and it's such an array of things because I've recently come out as gay and then I've like spoke about mental health I've obviously worked in the sex Mm. industry so there's so many different things and that's what really makes me think right you know what I do need to keep on pushing this message and not just hide away from like the fame and all of that and just keep pushing the message because as long as I'm helping one person that's the main thing and that's again why I started doing OnlyFans recently because I thought I'm being a hypocrite I'm doing all these talks I'm saying oh yeah it's fine to work in the sex industry but what have I done I've been on a big show and then I've shied away from it so I was like no actually why don't I just restart it and really like show girls that it's absolutely fine I can still have these like intelligent talks with people. I can still be a businesswoman. But at the same time, if I want to get extra money and sell pictures of me in my underwear, why the hell not? <laughs> oh, oh my God, Megan, I'm literally your biggest Love fan. You. Honest to God, I'm, ob- I'm obsessed with you. <laughs> literally, the dilemma solved itself. Yeah, I know. There was no dilemma. Can you it, solve? You know, can you solve our dilemmas, Megan? Because you have it all sorted. <laughs> but it is difficult. Like I say, like oh, I know what I'm doing, but I think there is a point where there's so many trolls, and there's so many people telling you that what you're doing yeah. is wrong. Not that I ever doubt it, yeah. but it's just hard. So it's nice to like speak to you guys that are on the same level and Honestly. completely back yeah. the sex industry and whatever you want to do, do yeah. with your body. Do you know what I mean? Um, Megan, I know something that you've been really open about talking about is um, slot shaming, especially at a young age, coming from boys or, or young girls. Have you experienced that yourself? Yeah, it started so young for me. Like I, I was quite insecure. Like I said, I was really quiet. I was quite insecure. And then I remember an older boy was like, oh, send me a video. And I didn't send it. So he was like, oh, you're such a little girl. So then I sent it. And that ruined my whole school life. And the worst thing was I couldn't tell my mum why I wanted to move school. So I just had to kind of like deal with it on my own. Um, So, yeah, it is really hard. But then I think back and I'm like, if a boy done that to a girl, no questions would be asked. All the girls would giggle and that would be the end of it. They'd be like, oh, my God, have you seen so-and-so's Willie? Like, done. 
but because it was the way around, yeah. absolutely yeah. my whole school life was torture. Um, I had to come off social media and then even dancing. I only done it in my local area and I must have been like 19 and I had girls from school come in just to laugh at me whilst I was dancing on the pole. So no. it's awful. But I think the more people in the limelight, like all of us three and like people just keep talking about doing whatever makes you comfortable, whatever you want to do with your body, yeah. then hopefully young people will just see it as like old fashioned and boring to put someone down for doing whatever they want with their body. Right, that is the hope, right? That like mm-hmm. voices like yours in the media do change things. I do. Th- I weirdly think, at least since I'm looking, we're I think we're the similar age, actually, Megan. Looking at your profile here, but I um I think like when I won't say what it is, but I'm 108, <laughs> so you guess. But um I think I think you know the the difference between school now and school when we were there is I at least I hope, but what I what I gauge from like, I've done some things where I go into schools and give talks and like, they have like LGBT societies. Mm-hmm. Like the idea of my school having an LGBT society crazy. is like crazy. So like, you know, it's because of the presence of it. This is the good side of social media, of influence of like the modern day, because what happens is you get to follow even young people get to follow people like you or get to follow like a drag queen or whatever. And they get to realize that difference is really good and actually really beautiful. And I think that's something that at school people are so afraid of difference that that's why I got bullied. Candy, I know you had a similar experience and Megan, it sounds like you had a similar experience too. Like you do anything that steps out of the norm and then you're bullied. And actually I think now we're hopefully getting to a place I don't know. 100%, making sense? Yeah. Makes sense. We just need to all keep like preaching and right. saying like, do what you want, keep do preaching. what the hell you want with your body. If you're yeah. not hurting mm-hmm. anyone, be free and do it. <laughs> um, I think that is probably the perfect sentiment to end this conversation on, because I think, you know, we came into it asking how can you navigate the sex industry and be a feminist? How can you navigate slut shaming? And actually the answer is, you know, navigate to navigate the haters healthily but also to do what you want as long as you're not hurting anyone it has been an absolute pleasure and an honor megan thank you for coming on our show we stand you queen i'm actually obsessed <laughs> obsessed see you later guys dear candy and crystal I'm a hairy guy and for a while now I've been thinking of getting a sack, back and crack wax as I think it'll help me find a woman. Uh, Do you think women like smoother skinned men? Asks Alistair from Eastbourne. Well, you know, weirdly, the the topic of of waxing comes up a lot in in this show. It does. uh, And it does. And, you know, something that I've learned about attracting women as a proud pansexual myself, what I've learned is that women only like slippery, slippery men. And so I think go for it. I think, you know, I was plagued by hair growth across my whole body. You know, I used to be able to plait my back hair. But now that I'm completely waxed and actually lasered, I'd recommend a back sack and crack laser. Um, I think that, you know, what I do now to attract women is I stand in the middle of... um, of um, Dalston Junction tube station and I cover mm. myself in lubricant mm. and I just roll around, I sausage roll around and slide, slip and slide and, you know, that has got me a lot of women. Just growing up, you know, with shows like Game of Thrones and Vikings being so on trend, you know, and I'm mm. obviously not, a, not have no hair, you know, it, it was very hard for me to date women also because of the fact that I am gay. Um, so, Alistair, I mean... 
from the pictures here, um, Alistair, I mean, you are quite a hairy guy. So I, I would, um, I would, I would go ahead and, and remove all that hair. You know, it's funny though, Christelle, he doesn't have any hair on his head. He has no beard. It's really growing from the tip of his penis, which Mm. I like actually. That's new. Again, it's all about what's next. And I like, you know, I've never seen a hairy bell in, but I, I can only imagine it's kind of a new and an exciting sensation. So yeah, a little very tickle, tickle before it enters. It's nice. Yeah. yeah, at least it's kind of like a heads up before it goes in. Mm-hmm. Listen, Alistair, we're loving these photos. I think let us know how you get on. Send in the fo- send in more photos. Um, and 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 best of luck with it, Alistair from Eastbourne. Thank you. <laughs> What an insightful day it has been. Um, we want to hear from you, our beautiful viewers, but please do not, please do not call my personal phone number. Mm. It is getting too much. Too much. I cannot cope. It's too it's too overbearing for you, and you don't you don't have the time. Not with all the kids and um and the your husband, stuff. your husband, one of your husbands on his deathbed. You don't have the time for that. So please do leave poor Crystal alone. Leave her phone alone. Well, listen. Um, thank you so much for tuning in to our our radio special this week i want to thank all the fans for for the support for the endless support uh it really means a lot to us thank you so much we've been candy and crystal we love you hold up What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.